It's funky. Let's get funky. Ow! Is that funky enough for you? Smooth. Oh, yeah. I like this beat, Jeffrey Lowe. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to The Hook. I'm your host, Keith Butler, with my co-host. I'm Jeff Big Daddy Lowe, better known as That Guy. Yes, sir. We're coming to you from the Six Hole Studio here in Detroit, Michigan. And we're sitting up here, man, looking at the golfers out there on the course. They started off rainy. They got nice and sunny. You know, golfers ran and hid when the rain hit. You know, like cockroaches when the lights come on. Yeah, you know? the horn sound. They, they, they sounded the horn, and, and then everybody was gone. Boom. And then we turned around, and they're back. Yes, the little like, a little sun peeked through. Like abracadabra, right. mofo. It, it, we stopped, back. it stopped raining, and they're back out here just as fast as they were, uh, as, just as fast as they left. They're back out here. Yeah, you know, I don't mind that. You know, it's a golf course, man. That's what they're supposed to do. That's what they're yeah. here for, entertainment, to make money. But you know what drives me freaking nuts, oh, man? Oh, No, no, boy. no. I got to say it, man. I got to say it. These are not professional golfers, Jeff. <laughs> But they out here, man, bending down, holding the golf club up like <laughs> they reading. The, what the hell are they looking at? Huh? They're, what, reading, what are, they're, they're reading the green. What it's are they it, reading? That, that, that the green the, has slopes and whatever, hills no. and curves. And, L- you know, listen, and, the pros don't do as much as these clowns well, are doing. Pros understand that. They have cards that says... Well, this green slopes to the right, and this has a Jeff, you're going to make me cuss up here in a minute. Oh, the hole today is in the rear, (sighs) so they really got the, you know, they really got the understanding of it. That's what a caddy's for. There's no caddies out there except for that one guy who we thought was drifting off. Yeah, he he just like, well, what the hell, I'm going over to hole number six. I mean, listen, listen. Mark my bag over there. Listen, I'm not saying that they're bad golfers or anything like that. Cause I can't play the game myself, okay. So I don't even, I don't even golf, I don't even play at it, you know. So, but I guess it's just like I don't know. Maybe I'm just being petty. Am I being petty, man? I think you're being petty, man. So I should just shut up and leave it alone, huh? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to shut up. I mean, you do have an opinion. I mean, golf is golf, you know. And I think golf is uh, probably one of the most prestigious sports. In, in the sports uh, genre. Okay, you know? well, you want to talk about prestige. You know how much it costs to golf here at this club? Mm-mm. Let me let me explain. Let me let me let me enlighten you, sir. Well, look, yeah, yeah. Yearly fees mm-hmm. are fifteen thousand dollars a year. What? No, that's the initial membership fee. I take that back. The initial membership fee to get on this golf course is fifteen grand. Now, if you want to be a a class A member, it's eighteen eighteen fifty. Now, now eighteen thousand five hundred dollars. Eighteen thousand. Now, with that, with that, eighteen thousand dollars five hundred. Damn. Eighteen thousand five hundred dollars if you want to golf on this course. Wow. If you live on it, you don't even get a you don't even get a discount. Now, that's terrible. If man. they knocked it down to a half, I still couldn't afford it. <laughs> I mean, if a window gets broken on your property. You're out of luck. You got to pay for it. You, I mean, are these uh, 
fiberglass windows here in the uh, back. It's just regular windows, bro. You're lucky. You're just lucky you haven't had any uh, had anyone break it yet. It, but look, I, I, you see over on my shoulder in my bar. Yes. You see all those golf balls? Yeah. I've been here. This will be my twelfth year at the six hole. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This this May, my twelfth year. And those are the golf balls that I have collected in my backyard since I've been here. Can you imagine that? I don't have to buy another. If I was a golfer, I wouldn't have to buy another. And what's this clown giving you? Is he coming on my yard? He, okay, no, he didn't get nah, that close. No, he didn't far. get that close. Because uh, I was going to yell at him. My window's open, y'all, so I can. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Let's see what he's doing. He's, he's got his. He's, he's trying set. to. He's going to try to shit. Here's the pitch uh, on the green. Uh, that wasn't too bad. It's the knob and. Takes a nice little roll. Oh, that wasn't too. It wasn't great. No, it wasn't too. No, golf announcers do it. It's a nice little roll. <laughs> oh, wait, here's one boy. He's down in the, in the sand pit, guys. He's yeah. in the sand trap. Let's see if he can get out. Okay, hold on. That's hold on. a good angle. Oh, that's not a bad chip. That is a. That's nice a pretty good chip. Yes. Oh, that was a really good shot. He's probably about three feet from the hole on that one. Man, that's a tap in. Oh, yeah. That is a tap-in. Okay, well, see, these guys I could probably accept if they're going to squat down and, you know, hold the the club club up and, you yeah. know, let, let's see what this and dude And you see, uh, he on. went and got the rake, too. That's when you know uh -oh. you are. Oh, man, he sunk that one. Yes, that's that's a birdie. That's probably. about a good 10-footer. Yeah, that, yeah. that was pretty smooth. Well, what I really enjoy, though, is okay, see, guys go in the sand pit, they, they get that rake after they oh, make Are you just mad because that caddy mess. didn't do it the last time? That's well, he should have done it, man. Is that a caddy's job, or is it just for them to carry uh, the club? It, it, no, no, it's actually the golfer's job. If that's he, what I thought. If you in there. But if you got a caddy, the caddy's supposed to uh, tighten up the uh, sand Trap a little bit. So then, if you uh, pop a divot, you know, dig up dig up a piece of the course. Is it the caddy's place to put it back? No, it's your place. You know, golf etiquette. When you when you look at golf etiquette, this uh, isn't baseball, Jeff. You don't golf. No, uh, uh, golf etiquette. There, there, there are golf etiquette things that you do in on a golf course. Don't you all just hate when somebody thinks they know what they're talking about and they don't? No, I really don't. But. <laughs> Golf <laughs> etiquette is something okay. that, mm. that's uh, a part of the game. You yes, have, yes. You know, yeah. you don't cross. If you notice, guys do not walk through the line of a uh, of a of a putter uh, of a putt uh, on another golfer. They allow they, they, they walk use, behind them. Yeah. They walk behind them. They use common courtesy. Uh, so what's that? Just to like do when a when a golfer tees off. They're so much quiet. Oh, he's getting deep, y'all. Yes. He's getting profound. Butler is ready to knock this about 500 yards. 500 yards. And then the sound of the golf ball. <coughs> oh, this one is drifting left. Oh, it's going to be in the high rough. Well, I had to end up in the rough. Because you're a terrible golfer anyway. So. <laughs> Well, let's hear your let's hear your tea. <laughs> let's hear your tea. Low was at the ninth hole, very difficult hole, and the <laughs> flag is at the rear of the green. Let's see how low approaches this. That's a long drive, landing on the green. 
and rolling right up to the flag for an eagle. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you piece of shit. (laughs) I'm in a rough, but she dropped one in on the second shot. What'd you expect? Uh, <laughs> I should have known. You should have known, man. Okay, man, but why? And I don't even golf. <laughs> I do have a set of golf clubs. I've got some too, man. Yeah. We were supposed to go golfing at work uh, Wednesday, but it rained, so no. uh, we didn't go. But and we're going we're gonna to match up with, well, okay. you know, in lunchtime. Bro. No, okay, I got you. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's a lunchtime. golf course, you know, almost as close as my backyard. Oh. Yeah, really. And so we were gonna go out and do video of the. Uh, of, we're gonna take some clubs, and somebody's gonna take a camera because we need to get new video shots of you know new shots of uh, golf swings and balls rolling and golfers. Yeah, golfers, and you okay. know we need to get new golfing shots. Right, right. So we figured while we were out there, <clears throat> you know, might as well hit a couple of balls. Somebody had to do it while somebody shoots. Yeah, right? absolutely. So. But it rained, man, so we couldn't make it. But I tell you one thing I wouldn't be doing, Jeff. I wouldn't be down there kneeling on the ground, holding my club up, walking back and forth, taking 19 practice swings before I try to hit the damn ball. I really really can't see you doing that because when you kneel, when you kneel, I don't see you getting back up. I see you like, no, you ain't talking about. I got to get up. You talking oh, about me getting up? You need some help getting up from here, buddy. You talking about me getting up? Uh, your fat ass failed. <laughs> what are you reading there, Keith? Well, I'm not reading anything right now. I'm just laying down. I'm taking a nap. I'm, just, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> See, this is, this is why you all don't hear from this. You know, when we're oh, off air. Man. This is our off air conversation. <laughs> this kind of silly junk right here. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, but you know, since we're talking about something else, that great. Let me, Je- let me, Je- this is general, folks. Let, this, this is general. Let me share this with our listeners. Jeff. My email is jlow twelve fifteen at gmail dot com. If you have any comments, okay, carry on. Okay, let, let me share this with the listeners. You know, we do our show at my at my house. You know, we do it here at the house. We call it the Six Hole because my my house is situated. On the six hole of the golf course, so we call it the six hole studio. Mm-hmm. In case anybody was, you know, curious, if you're interested, yeah, if you're interested. So sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll cook breakfast. We generally do it on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and so you know, my my brother, God rest his soul, he and I, yes. we used to make what we call the big breakfast because you know Saturday was really the only time we had time to eat, you know, cook and eat breakfast. And we'd make pancakes or waffles, grits, eggs, bacon, you know. Blueberries you today. Know, Blueberry pancakes. Maybe some applesauce, you know, sausage, whatever, you Excellent. know. The maybe some hash browns. You know, but we, we call it the big breakfast. Big breakfast. Today. And it would hold us all day. So, yeah. you know, we wouldn't really have to eat, you know, until later on, in the, you know, close to nighttime. I had it today. It was excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you appreciate it. Yes. You know. yes. So, you know, I, job, you know, if we're doing a podcast, you know, I might cook the big breakfast, you know. So Jeff and I can, you know, throw down right quick, get a little grub before we, we do our podcast. Get that energy, you know what I mean? Get the energy to do the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I'm like, dang, Jeff, you know. And I, I need to know how you all feel about it. And you all can hit me up at my email, K-E-B-U-3-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5
10 at yahoo.com and tell me what you think about this if you want. So, you know, I've done this for a while, cooked the big breakfast. You know, Jeff and I enjoy it. So, Jeff said, you know, I said, Jeff. You're not going there. No, I said, Jeff, maybe, man, one day you should bring breakfast. You know, Jeff likes to go go to a Coney Island, you know, get a nice breakfast. When we were doing it downtown, we'd always leave there from the the, the podcast station. We'd go down to Coney Island, get something to eat or click downtown, get a good breakfast. But since we've been doing it at my house, you know, I'll cook. So I said, Jeff, man, maybe you should, uh, you know, give me a break one day. You know, I don't do it all the time, but nah, not all the you know, time. give me a break, man. Why don't you bring bring breakfast? Jeff said, okay, Butler, I'm gonna bring breakfast. It, this talk, mother, we talked about this. Before. This <laughs> mother, <laughs> he comes in, he calls, yeah, I'm on my way, man. I'm like, cool. So you got, yeah, I got breakfast. I'm like, cool, oh, Jeff. It was on a budget. Yeah, it was on a budget. <laughs> he was on a budget. Still on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> It was a budget breakfast. He says, I got, bu- I got breakfast, but I'm like, cool. I'm all excited. I think, you know, my man went by the click or went by Omega's on uh, 8 uh, Mile. No, I didn't go downtown. No. Uh, you, didn't go, you didn't go to 8 Mile either. And, no, I didn't want to go out the way. Yeah, so he comes on in. He's got a bag. He says, yeah, man, I got breakfast. He holds up the bag, gives it to me. I open up the bag. In the bag, people. In the bag. It's breakfast. With two frozen Jimmy Dean sausage and egg biscuits. Breakfast, and they're delicious. You know what? This cheap son of a gun. <laughs> you can fill in the word if you want. <laughs> Any choice. Gun, dog, cat. You know the word I'm thinking about. <laughs> this son of a... Y'all can fill that one in, too. We have to bring this up came every to time. My, came to the, my, my house. With two frozen Jimmy Dean sausage and egg biscuits. You're talking about I brought breakfast. He didn't even bring orange juice or apple juice. I looked at that and I said, Jeff, you know what, bro? You hold on to that because obviously you need it worse than I do. What do you all think about that? What do you I, I need comments. I'm I need glad we don't to, have a live audience. I'm glad we don't use it right now because <laughs> if we had a phone, it would be blowing up. <laughs> am I right? Am I right for being griped about being ticked off about that? Not really. Not exactly. along with the golfers out here acting like they pros. <laughs> but my boy, I had to tell you. I've been telling him I was going to put this out for for a month and a half. Well, this is about the third time. No, well, this is the first time we put it out. Uh, this is. Yeah, we had talked about that. Sorry, but breakfast, Jimmy Dean frozen well. frozen biscuits. That was. They're, Listen, they're good. They're, I need to hear people's response on that one. K E B U T N at yahoo.com and let me know if I'm right for thinking he's but just. Jimmy Dean is, they get good good biscuits and bread and sausage. It's damn good breakfast, I'm telling you. And you know the worst part the about it? When you're on the run, when you're on the move. You know the worst part about it? The worst quick. part about it is he actually took them back. <laughs> well. You didn't want them. That's, that's why I took them back. You, you know? actually took them back. You didn't want them. You just like, hey. And in about Jimmy five Dean. minutes, he's going to ask me for some Uncle Nearest whiskey. Uh, so we can do a shot what, of that. The way, the way it sounds, we've already had Uncle Nearest. <laughs> no, we haven't had it yet. <laughs> I know. Well, break and it out. What the heck? Might <laughs> almost, as well, huh? It's almost time for that toast <laughs> on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. That Saturday afternoon toast of the Uncle Nearest, which we haven't been able to find. 
anywhere. Yeah, if anybody knows where you can find Uncle Nearest premium whiskey, what is it, 1859? I don't know. What, what is, is it? it? I can't see it from here. Oh, hold on. Let me go. Hold on. Hold on. Bring a glass with you. I'm not bringing a glass. <laughs> Why don't you bring some Uncle Nearest? <laughs> <laughs> He's walking over to the bar, grabbing the bottle of Uncle Nearest 1886 okay, and two shot glasses. Okay, I'm gonna get you a shot glass. This is the play-by-play -play of the <laughs> of the shots that we're about to drink here for you. And Uncle Nearest, if uh, 1856. Oh, 1856, right. Yeah, yeah. Now, these are double shots. Double shots. I will take my shirt and clean out the glass. These glasses aren't dirty. Okay. But you're only getting half a shot, Jeff. Hey, come on, man. What do y'all think? What do y'all think? Give me a whole shot. He comes over here all the time and drinks up my, my, my liquor. <clears throat> and I'm not even a liquor drinker. I don't even drink that much. Me either. Yeah, you do when you come over here. Just well, smoke. I don't even. I hardly ever drink. Yeah, well, you wouldn't couldn't tell. Okay, <laughs> so right now I'm pouring them a. Oh, you can hear it. You can hear the pour. A little it's, shot. But that's not as much as he has. Yeah, that's more than I have, bro. Man, that's not even a shot. You want to switch glasses? <clears throat> this is not. Look at that. I told you half a shot. That's a double. You gave me a single. Uh, <clears throat> I think I paid for it. I think if I want, I can hit it from the net. You can. Oh, you can get that back if you don't want it. Nah, here. <laughs> oh, uh, here we go. Ready? Man, okay, one, yeah. two. That's not bad. I'm damn. That's damn good. Now, you know this is a podcast about nothing. About. We got nothing to do right now. But. But get on the air and talk shit. And, and drink, drink with Uncle Nears. Yeah, we're going to get another shot. It is pretty good. All right. And we don't even drink. Yeah, we're not real big drinkers. We're not, we're not real big. You can't tell by this podcast, though. Yeah, like we, we're like, hell, you guys are drinking Uncle Nears. And what time is You're it? You're drinking quality shit here. It's <laughs> only 1.45 on a But it is a Saturday, y'all. So, you know, it is Saturday. It's not like we're going to work. Yeah. Well, bottoms up. But chip it up, baby. Bottoms up. Yeah, the golfers the aren't out there right now. Court, well, they're, well, there are a few out there. They're, on the, they're yeah. way down. On the, the, on the north side, yeah, of course. getting further to the north side because yeah. we're on the southwest. All right. Chip it up, bro. Lenora. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Your daughter. What's your daughter's name? Jamet. Jamet. Tajamet. Tajamet. Cheers. Yeah, you know, he ain't a big drinker. Ready? You can't hold it. Yeah, let's go, man. Tip it up. All right, ready, go. Yeah. I'm done. Well I'm done. Boy. No more. Yeah, I think that one. That one hit the spot. Woo. Uncle Nears. <sighs> Premium whiskey. The 1856 brand. This move. <sighs> But that one went down a little. Man, that one went down. That was a little, a little different than the last one. That's okay. But it, I, and just so you know, uh, Uncle Nearest, it's a hundred proof, hundred proof. You see that? One hundred proof. 
That means there's fifty percent alcohol in this thing. Yeah, put that away. <laughs> <laughs> you done? I'm done. <laughs> put it away. <sighs> yeah. Oh. oh man. Put it away. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So listen, yeah, if you guys enjoy our podcast or any of them, you know, uh right now we're we're not we're not going live, but if you want to, you know, leave some leave some feedback, you can leave the, hit me up at my email, kebu10 at yahoo.com. That's kebu10 at yahoo.com. And we should do this more often at the end of all of them. Yeah. Or you can hit Jeff up at, at uh, J Low, that's J L O W E 1215 at gmail.com. Com. Gmail. And again, that's J Low, J L O W E, 1215, 1215 at gmail.com. Yeah, so hit us up there. You know, we'd uh, <clears throat> like to hear what you guys think of the podcast. And if you like it, if you don't, if you think we're crazy, if you think we're good, if you think we're bad, you know, maybe with some ideals or some things we can talk about. Some mm-hmm. things you'd like to hear. Right. You know, uh, if you're local, hey, if you got a business and you want to talk about it, hit us up and we'd be glad to get you on and uh, talk about your business. And we talk about serious Even if you're not stuff, local. You know, Even if talk, you're not local. Yeah, you don't have to be local. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, coming up, you know, hopefully in, in another uh, 20 minutes or so, we'll have uh, uh, Coach Jake Robinson from uh, Marshall, Texas. And he'll be speaking to us about uh, about golf and baseball. At a H B U C U. You know what's right? H B C U. Didn't you attend one? Yes, I did. Yeah. You didn't you didn't graduate from one? <laughs> you, attended, yes, I did. you attended one, but you didn't graduate from it. Uh I made it through. I graduated. Okay. That's uh, you Tuskegee. Can't tell. You're a Tuskegee graduate. That's right. I'm an alumna at Tuskegee. Well, a great HBCU. 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 Uh, uh, did, you graduated from one too, didn't you? Yeah, we we're both HBCU graduates, and you might not have heard of. Wow, that wow, that up in there is. You might not ever heard. You might not have ever heard of this school, Wiley College. Coyote. Wiley Coyote. Wiley College. It, Wiley College in Northeast Texas. Where you get an ACME degree. Yeah, and it's right on the border of Shreveport in Texas. Try to catch a road runner. Not, not too far from Shreveport. You know, you got to actually fly meet into me, Shreveport. Meet me. And that's, uh, and one thing about Wiley. Mascot is a cow, coyote. You know, you know what's famous about Wiley? Wiley Coyote. The thing. Meet me. Wiley is famous for the great Screw debaters. and get hit in the head with it was, an anvil. I was not a great debater. I'm not that old. Fall off a cliff. And, uh, run into and a my wall. GPA probably wasn't that high. Meet me. Yeah. And the guy that's next to me from Tuskegee, you could tell his GPA wasn't that high. Meet me. And, uh. <laughs> Did he make that sound again? But anyway. <laughs> At least our mascot wasn't a, wasn't a coyote. No, ours wasn't either. Ours was, what was our mascot? See, a wildcat. A wildcat. That's almost a coyote. And what was Tuskegee's? Uh, golden tiger, baby. The golden The tigers. golden tigers of Tuskegee. Hey, I tell you what. Our listeners. I'm one of the, I'm the it, class. I'm the last class of Tuskegee Institute. 
What? Before it became Tuskegee University, my class was the last class Is under right? Tuskegee Institute. Wow. The old heads were having a fit, too. But, you know, we had this, you know, they wanted to do it, make it a university, because then we could get state money and federal funds. Gotcha. As an institution, you know, was private. So, and, and when you were attending, it was called Tuskegee Institute. Say something stupid, okay? No, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I mean... HBCUs have yes, provided it was institute. Yeah, no, I know. HBCUs have provided uh, us with a wealth of uh, uh, of great people, man, yeah. in society, man. That's you know, it, it was just a lot of history that uh, I did not know about Wiley College. Yeah, while I was attending Wiley College, and you know, hey, all I was on a baseball scholarship. And all jokes what? aside, Jeff, you yeah. know, I learned about Wiley uh, College. From the movie, The Great Debaters. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a a fabulous piece of black history. Yes, yes. Because, you know, those guys went up against, what, Harvard? Right. Debaters? Yeah, well, yeah. Harvard. And right. kicked ass. And kicked ass. And kicked ass. Kicked ass. Yes. A yeah. group of black students from a little bit of college in That's Texas. Right. Yeah. And you know, that was back in what, the, was that the 20s or something? Maybe the 50s or something like that. But it was I way before we were born. Yeah, it was way before we were born, right? And uh, we had to look that and up. And that's like Tuskegee <clears throat> Institute. Yeah. I mean, you know, like kids today uh, probably wouldn't know a lot of history about a lot of HBCUs. And that's another great topic that yeah. we can really yeah, tap maybe, into. Yeah, maybe we'll tap into that next the, time. The HBCUs. I mean, you know, yeah. at Tuskegee was a great institution. Oh, yeah. Hey, George Washington Carver. My godfather worked underneath him. Oh, man. Yeah, man. There's a picture when I first got down there mm -hmm. in 78. He told me, he said, look in the uh, museum at Tuskegee, the Tuskegee Museum on campus. Uh -huh. He said they had a picture of me standing behind George Washington Carver in the laboratory. So no, I got I down I've there seen that. and I went down there and I've seen I that saw picture. my Uncle Joe, Joe Williams. Okay. And, uh, you know, I got a rec, you know, the rec center. The, uh, Williams, uh, yeah, down here on 14. Yeah. That's named after him. I never knew that. Yeah, and, that's uh, some more black history. I did not know that. Yeah. I really didn't. Yeah, but wow. I, I went. I got down there and uh, I went. You know, after about a week or two of hanging out, you know, I said, "Oh, let me go by the museum." Mm -hmm. I went in there and they, I went down there and found that picture. I Carver mean, was in I, his white lab coat. And uh -huh. Uncle Joe. Right behind. I, no, I remember when you guys used to always go over, over to Williams and work out all yeah, the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. I never knew that. I never knew that. But he's he's the, and I I I distinctly remember the photo of uh, uh of George Washington Carver in the lab coat, like you said, and a gentleman standing behind him. Yeah, now that could have been another one, but I did see the picture Uncle Joe was talking about. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, folks, uh, you know, all jokes aside, uh, maybe we will talk about, you know, black colleges. Yes. And then, you know, how they're suffering and struggling to survive and why kids aren't going to well, them the much. role. I mean, the you role know? of the black, the, the, you know, just the the important role that the black institutions have, uh, have played in our society, you know, and not just, you know, black students or African-American students. All nationalities uh, attend uh, historical black colleges yeah, and well, universities listen, around the country. I, my nephew 
graduated from Tuskegee. My my niece graduated from Tuskegee, but I went down for his graduation with his mother and father, mm-hmm. and uh, we're sitting in the in the gymnasium. And I'm looking at I'm sitting between white parents in front of me, white parents behind me, white parents sprinkled all over. Mm-hmm. I look down at the graduating class, you know, it's a, a ton of white students. Now, when I was in, in you know, 78, you know, through 82, you, you, you see a white student every blue moon. Right. Well, they were sprinkled all over them, man. And they were graduating like crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell and is going on? Just getting a great education. Well, you know, kind of like, you know, hey. Minority dollars. Right. Just like we would get, get in on, you know, the, the uh, what is the, the minority scholarships and stuff. It's kind of like a reverse minority scholarship. Yes, definitely. And they, they were, there were a ton of them. When I was there, most of the white students would go, uh, be in the veterinarian school, School mm-hmm. of Veterinary Medicine. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, Tuskegee was probably the veterinarian school in the nation. Okay. Or it had been. But I come to find out that they'd go down there and study like three years at Tuskegee's vet school, then transfer 20 miles up the road to Auburn University uh-huh. and graduate from there. With a master's. Vet school with their degree. So when they went out to get a job, their degree showed Auburn University, a big white college, not a little black college, Tuskegee right. Institute. Where they, where they probably got most of their where they got um, most of the doggone learning. information from. Oh yeah. man! So they go back and do all the studying at Tuskegee, then graduate from a white college. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know when they got out, it was easy to get a job. You know, you uh, white employees will look at, oh, oh, you graduated from Auburn University, right. oh, okay, Just, as opposed to Tuskegee. Didn't they have uh, Tuskegee on the applicant? Yeah. I mean, on the probably didn't on, the on the resume. No, but, but you anyway. know what? It, it, and, and it probably wouldn't it. it it probably would have done them good to have, you know, uh, Tuskegee on there. Well, you would think. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably had it on there. I, I shouldn't say they didn't have it on there because we don't know. But I'm pretty sure that if they graduated from a university, uh, that showed that they're, you know, especially their diversity of uh, going to both institutions and everything. Yeah, you know? but why not just go ahead and finish up? I mean, there had to be some underlying reason. You know, and you're talking about back in the 70s well, and the 80s. And normally, you know, so, you the, know. The, the information you get from uh, historical black colleges, you know, sometimes are is, is just more and further along than what you get from historically white institutions. Well, that uh, pro, the programs are probably two very different programs, but the same degrees. But the information and the knowledge that you attain from from uh, uh, Tuskegee versus Auburn, Tuskegee is probably further ahead. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't know what Auburn had know. what Auburn had down at their vet school, but, you know, I'm going to say this and then we're going to get off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My oldest brother, you know, told me when he found out I was going to Tuskegee, he said, you know, when you get down there it's in the country – you're going to have to milk your own cow. And I'm like, what? To get milk, you know, for your cereal. I'm like, whatever, man. So they pick us up at the Montgomery Airport, the ROTC. They drive us back. We come through the back gate, which is close to my dorm, uh-huh. which is right across the street from the school, the veterinary, uh, the school of veterinary <laughs> medicine. Uh-huh. So we swing up around toward my dorm. I look up there, there's a goddamn cow. <laughs> 
eating gravy right outside my dorm. And I'm like, holy shit. I almost had to milk. <laughs> the milk a cow for my, <laughs> to my eat your milk. Cheerios. <laughs> I found out the school of veterinary medicine was right across it. I'm like, oh my gosh, man. That freaked me out. Oh, but man. Why didn't you go into veterinary medicine, man? Because uh, I'm an idiot. Oh. <laughs> we could have been calling you Dr. Butler. You can still call me Dr. Butler if you want. It won't have the, you know, won't carry the same weight. But you nah, can. Nah, nah, nah. But just, you know, I'm going to say this again and sign off. You know, if, if you're thinking about going to school, youngsters, especially, you know, uh, uh, students of color, <clears throat> the best thing you can do for yourself is to check out an HBCU because this is the one time, probably the first time, probably the last time that you will be a, a majority as opposed to a minority. And the learning and the dedication of the teachers there is just it's directed toward you. It's for you. It's like FUBU, for you, by, you know, for us, by us. These teachers are dedicated to you, and they want to make sure you succeed. I swear, if I had a C, my teachers would tell me I need to take the class over. Some of them I did, some of them I didn't. But it was the best four years of my life, and, uh, you know, it got me, you know, helped me prepare for a lot of things. Right. You know. So with that, <clears throat> Jeff yeah. and I are going to sign off. Yeah. And I, too, uh, concur with Mr. Butler here that um, HBCUs are for you. Yeah. Uh, check them out before you make your final decision. Yes. Don't let the little small comp campuses scare you. Don't, uh, you know, let the fact that the buildings may not be as pretty as, you know, some of the other schools that you've seen or the sports programs aren't as big. Uh, it's a... It's a wonderful experience. Yeah, your college experience will be huge. And it will be with you forever. forever. I, I have great memories of Tuskegee, mm -hmm. uh, and I will have them till the day I die. Yeah. So, All again, right. signing off. This is Keith um, Butler. And, I'm Jeff Lowe. And uh, we're going to sign off from the hook at the Six Hole Studio. And thanks a lot for letting us rant and rave and be silly today. Yes. And don't forget, if somebody asks you, hey, where would you get that information? Where, man? Where? Where? Just tell him, I caught it on the hook. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a good time. Enjoy the day. The weather is sweet. Uncle Nearest is smooth and delicious. HBCUs, HBCUs are the whip. My co-work, my co-partner is the shit. All right. We have a good time talking to you guys as always. Yeah, we'll see you later. Peace.